Welcome to Gartner ThinkCast, where the world's top IT and business experts explore the most important issues on your agenda. Here are the insights you need to help solve your most pressing challenges and build a more impactful long-term strategy. And you can go even deeper on these topics with Gartner webinars at gartner.com slash webinars. And now, the latest edition of Gartner ThinkCast. The Internet of Things is here and growing fast. But are you ready? Chances are, not as much as you think. So how do you determine your organization's readiness to take advantage of the Internet of Things? Hi, I'm Scott Smith for ThinkCast. Let's put that question to one of the top experts on the Internet of Things, Gartner Research Vice President Al Velosa. Al will be presenting on this topic at the Gartner Data and Analytics Summit in Grapevine, Texas, on March 6th to 9th. But right now, we have him on the phone from his office in Arizona. Al, welcome. So, as the Internet of Things takes a firmer hold, how prepared are we right now to take advantage of it? Scott, it really is a depends kind of answer for that. We find most organizations spread across a very broad spectrum. But if I was to answer it really in a nutshell for you, we are at a level one on a five-step maturity model. So very few organizations are really set up. And in part, this is because the organizations themselves are still trying to understand what is the art of the possible. What is it that we can really do? The other thing is actually this requires collaboration between different parts of the organization such as the IT group working with the operational technology, but also with corporate management. And that presents challenges for quite a few organizations. And finally, the vendors and the ecosystem of suppliers that most organizations require isn't quite ready to ramp up and help them scale. And that's why, when you think about it, very few organizations truly are prepared to take advantage of it, and they are at roughly a level one of a maturity model. I find sometimes when we're at that level one stage that while we have big hopes, since we're still wrestling with what it is, we can sometimes stumble out of the gate, kind of uh, getting some misconceptions, which can take us down a wrong path even momentarily. What misconceptions do organizations have about an IoT-ready infrastructure? The misconceptions come in a variety of flavors. I think the key one that I would highlight to you is that IoT is a product. It really isn't, in fact. It's not even a solution. It's actually more of a journey. Because since we don't get what is the art of the possible, it really does require us talking to each other, talking to our teams about, well, what can we do with not just the data from our things, but the insights? And so... It's that lack of understanding that this is going to be a journey into a new set of opportunities that is a challenge for a lot of organizations. So that's one thing. The other thing is there's a lot of organizations that are hunting for the perfect, if you will, box. They want, you know, I want to know what standards I can use. I want to know who the vendors are that are perfect for me. I want to know what specifically is the architecture I can use. And that's something that is just really not just dependent on the client, but actually within the client, which specific business units are doing what. So that's the other challenge that I see for most organizations in terms of misconceptions. 
What changes, Al, do we need to make to our current architecture to maximize the IoT? Well, there's a range of topics here that we would need to consider because when we think about the architecture, we have to think of it at the high level and the low. And when I say the high level, what I mean is we have to think about it from that digital business perspective. It goes back to what is the objective? What is the art of the possible that we're looking to do? And from that, the architecture has to align with business objectives. So what is the business unit really trying to do? It requires the architects and the CIOs to really be engaging much more profoundly with their colleagues and their peers on the other side. So the architecture in some part requires the people themselves on the architecture and the CIOs team to really be engaging in those conversations at a higher level. But it's also to make sure that the business unit folks get what is the art of the possible. That is quite fundamental for most folks in this space to truly get what can be done here. And when you think about this space, that allows actually a much broader set of thinking in terms of what we can do in terms of the architecture. The other thing that I would sort of emphasize once we get down, you know, a couple of levels is to think about how the different layers within the enterprise work together, this now being much more traditional architecture, but thinking about how the enterprise systems connect with IoT systems and to the things themselves. So this is actually going to require thinking about an approach to architecture that not just looks at traditional enterprise systems, ERP, analytics, machine learning, or actually for some folks, uh, the industrial control systems or MES systems, but also actually requires thinking about how they interact with, for example, middleware and other platforms that are specific to the Internet of Things that plug into the things. Thinking about the engagement of communications protocols and how those enable data to come from our things. So that's one aspect of the architecture, traditional architecture, that we would need to think about. If I go to yet another aspect of architecture that we would need to think about, it's also the fundamental question of what data is valuable. This question needs to be addressed as part of the architectural design, but again, it goes back to that first point of are you well engaged with your peers on the business unit? Because you need to understand what kind of decisions they're trying to make and when they're trying to make them. How valuable is that data? Is it data that's absolutely needed in the millisecond because we just don't have time to wait for it? Or is it data that actually requires other data, contextual data, so that we can really plug into an environment? So thinking about the data will also drive an architectural perspective in terms of what kind of processing capabilities, what kind of communications capabilities, security capabilities are located on the thing, how we're connecting to it via gateway-based solution, and then how we're connecting up into the cloud and then into our systems. So thinking about what decision needs to be made and when drives thinking about when we process the data, whether it be on the thing, the gateway, and the cloud, and what other data comes into mind. So these are three aspects of architecture that the Internet of Things really drives up into our conversations. Al, as we look 
to expand on our Internet of Things strategy, our Internet of Things initiatives, what are some of the questions we should be asking now to assess our current state of readiness? So, Scott, there's a variety of elements here that center on different areas. Part of it will be cultural, part of it will be technological, and part of it will be objectives-based. And when I think about this, the cultural ones actually have to center on a series of questions that you have to ask, not just of the internal employees, but also of your customers, right? The questions that I'm thinking of here center on, are my customers ready for this? Are my customers understanding the implications of how I can serve them better, but that will require them changing how they engage with me? Are my employees ready for this? Are they ready to deal with not just the extra data, but how this changes their overall process? These are some of the examples of that. But the cultural questions also go up to management. Is management really rethinking the business process based on what really is possible now as we start to implement these technologies? That, you know, forms a core starting point in my view. The technology aspects are another series of sources of questions that I would encourage us to think about. For the different technologies here that center around communications, analytics, security, do I have the right skills? And it's not just do I have the right skills, but do my partners have the right skills? We're going to need to actually really be thinking about asking very pointed questions of our partners, not just of their own capabilities, but of the broader ecosystem of partners that they have that they bring to the table for any project with us. Because they'll need to be able to provide us with different solution elements that center around not just connecting to my things, but also security or analytics or orchestration of workflows. So all this requires a broader set of skills than perhaps any one organization will have. So that's going to be a key part. The third area really centers around the business. And again, these will end up being interchangeable in terms of the order they are. Maybe you'll want to start with the business questions, and we've touched upon them earlier, but they center around what is it the business unit wants to do. Is the business unit thinking through all of the art of the possible? You know, have they thought broadly enough on this? Have they thought of the potential to change the business models? The other thing actually is also, is the business unit thinking about what our competition is doing with these kinds of technologies, and are we moving fast enough to match them? All of these things have to be brought into play in terms of the conversations with the business unit. So these three areas, I think, Scott, are core areas to start driving a conversation with these types of questions. Al, thank you very much. Al Velosa is a vice president for Internet of Things Strategy and Tactics Research at Gartner. Gartner is an impartial, independent analyst of the information technology industry. All content provided by other enterprises is expressly the views of those enterprises and the speakers. The information should not be construed as a Gartner endorsement of said enterprise's products or services. We have many more things and places where you can get information on the Internet of Things. Check out the webinars at Gartner.com webinars. Also learn more about the Gartner Data and Analytics Summit set for Grapevine, Texas, March 6th to 9th by going to Gartner.com events slash NA slash data hyphen analytics. For ThinkCast, 
I'm Scott Smith. And that's another episode of Gartner ThinkCast. We want your insights. So email us at gartnerthinkcast at gartner.com. You can hear more ThinkCast segments at gartner.com slash podcasts. And you can subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. And when you're there, make sure to rate us. Thank you for listening to ThinkCast. Thank you.